Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What's up, Jay? Hi, Barry. How are things? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Do I have to fucking show up tonight? Do I have to fucking show up tonight? Because these nits aren't showing up, and I wanted to put a fucking paper bag on, but I don't have one, all right? So was that a plastic? I served the whole house. It's a plastic fucking garbage bag. That's dangerous, man. This is not safe. I was losing my breath. We suck. We're back to sucking. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up? Barry motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? I saw you were very confused by that. You disapproved. Well, I didn't know what the hell it was on your head. I couldn't make it out. It like, <laughs> I didn't know if it was toilet paper wrapped around <sighs> your head or what. And miserable day to you, Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Thank you very much, Craig. Miserable day to you as well. Yeah, well, we're going to get into it. We're going to fucking get into it. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. Thanks to the latest. Thanks for the latest review, Bad Al TT15. He wrote an entire book about Ryan Archie Diacano. Who's already gone? No, he's back. No, they waived him and they signed him to another ten-day deal. Oh, so if you want to learn about this guy, go on to our reviews on Apple Podcasts. While you're there, you might as well fucking leave one, and you can hear a whole story about why. This was like the greatest signing we've had all season. He went to long. Nova, right? Didn't he yeah. go to Villanova well, or something? He went to Nova. He's gonna lure. He's gonna lure Jalen Brunson here in the off season. It's oh, a shit. whole thing. The YouTube show is up. The YouTube channel is up. Check it out. Link is in the description. Some say it's even better than our regular podcast, guys. Can you believe that? Really? I think it's so they could see Blandy's stupid face. <laughs> is what I've heard. What the hell is that's that? That's what people say. I re- I remember reading that yeah. once on a. That's a what they say. Whatever. And please subscribe to the one podcast that might talk way too much about bowel movements and shit. Way too much, but it doesn't even come close to the amount of shit we are seeing from our Knicks these days, Barry. No. No. It doesn't. And that is pitiful. Yeah, because they are who we is, thought they were. Their play is the equivalent of of shit, isn't it? They're taking massive shits. Bigger That's than a solid number two, man. A solid number two. No, not, it's it's loose on the court. It's not even solid. Remember how excited and, Craig and who, was? And last who shits? Week? Who you're not supposed to shit on your home court like this? No. Yeah, I do remember how excited I was, Blandy. I can't figure out this fucking team. I know I'm not supposed to react, and it's just supposed to be, yeah, this is what they are. We're a 500 team. We're going to lose some games. We're going to win some games. We're going to fucking get into it. You're getting me so riled up already. <laughs> Guys, let me just get this ad over with. If you're Don't looking poke to place the bear, it, Blandy. Don't stop poke it. the bear. 
Do what Barry used to do. Go to head on over to betonline.ag. They've got a new updated desktop, which I've been saying it's new for like six months now. How still is new. it still fucking new, Barry? It's not, it's not new anymore. Go there. It used to be new. It's still new. Sign up today. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50 to get your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline where the game starts. Guys, I finally did it. I finally did it after years of fucking debating. You got a jersey. About whose fucking jersey I should buy. Yeah. Because you don't know who's going to be here and who's not going to be here. A player's good for a few games and they suck for a few games. They're the future and then everyone wants them traded. I finally fucking did it. I, RJ was playing like a fucking star. I finally went out and I bought this RJ Barrett jersey. Even though it's got the fucking stupid Jordan logo on it. Which I hate. But I like the fucking jersey. And you know what he's, they've done since I bought this fucking jersey? Do you know what they've done? They've lost. No, they've done nothing but lose! Yeah. <laughs> RJ. He looks a little better, maybe, against the Pelicans. But in the first two games since I got that fucking jersey, 13 turnovers. He went backwards. Yeah. I blame you. I do blame me, too. I don't blame you, Craig. You can't. You can't believe that that superstition. No, you know how nonsense. superstitious he is. It's his fault. I, know, I, I, I put on the jersey for the first time in like a, a jersey in I don't know ten years. Oh, and three yeah. since I bought that fucking jersey. Losses to the Timberwolves, the Hornets without Lamelo, who was just fucking feeling a little sick that morning, so he didn't play. They don't even need Lamelo to beat us. And then we get blown out by the fucking Pelicans. Blown out. I, by Jose Alvarado. About... Jose fucking Alvarado. Who the fuck Queen's is Jose Alvarado? We went, Alvarado. We went over the schedule <laughs> last week. Didn't I say that this was the one gimme? And then Barry, you were like, yeah, yeah. you can't even really say right now yeah, that, said, Pump the that anything's a gimme. <laughs> Look at what an embarrassment. <sighs> Julius Randle with four fucking points against New Orleans. You know, in the post game tonight, I was watching the post game as I got ready for this, this podcast. Wally and Han are talking about how Julius isn't playing the way he's used to be playing. He's got to find himself again. Maybe this is who, maybe this is who he is. Why do we think this is not who he is? He's not, the, they said he, he's not playing like the star he is. Get the fuck. That's true. That, is it true? The star he was for a season? Well, even at least play like you think you're a star. I mean, th this is the third game this season that he's played less than 30 minutes. And I'm starting to get the feeling that he doesn't even want to be out there. And that's a scary thought. Regardless of what's going on with the fans, regardless of his encore production, you want to see a consistent drive and determination from this guy. Where's the grit? Where's I, the I, leadership? I agree. I don't think he, he wants showed? to be out there. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. and and you know, you come out like against the Pelicans only looking to distribute, not looking for your own shot at all. And you want to take a backseat to the offense, and even when the offense is struggling, you still want to take a backseat and you're not looking to score, it, come, it comes across as complacent and apathetic. And that you can't have that from Julius well, Randle. he was one point. for nine. Would you rather him just been shooting all the time and he was three for 23 at the end of the game? Because you'd be bitching you about that. that. Look, I don't know what you want, but it's definitely not what he's showing. I mean, I wouldn't want to be out there either, the way they're playing. But the whole team, you know what? I, I don't even know what we have anymore in this team. I don't know what we have. Thibodeau in the post-game press conference said, he said they're playing inconsistent. Some nights the starters struggle, some nights the bench struggles. And honestly, I don't know, you're shaking your head yes, but I think that's fucking bullshit. 
Sometimes, some nights the bench struggles because Thibodeau doesn't fucking play them. And he only plays the bench significant minutes when the starters struggle. So how can you say that the bench sometimes struggles when they're getting some nights like quickly and top and are getting like eight or nine minutes in the game? Quickly getting like nine minutes in a game. Did you did you see over the last 11 games, he was averaging eight minutes a game topping? Yeah. Listen, with they, no, I'm sorry, over the last game. eight games, he was averaging 11 minutes a game. That's Listen, fans were chanting 11 Obi, minutes a right? game. Fans have been chanting Obi. It, it's honestly, Obi's not fucking saving this team. He's not. I understand no, that, but, not, but again, look, he's not. You, you saw like the first, you saw like the first quarter of the season. There was a few times where Thibodeau would play Obi and Randall together, and now when you've got Nerlens out, and you just have Mitch and Taj in there, now's the time to do it. You know, obviously you want Mitch in there because he's been playing the best basketball of his career, um, in my opinion, over the past few weeks, but. Play Obi and sure. Randall together the, now. See what you at have. At the end of the Timberwolves How? game, right? Mitch was fouled out. Then Taj got oh. fouled out. And then Thibodeau had a decision to make. They showed Obi on the bench. The fans are chanting for Obi. He's sitting right next right next to Alec Burks. You saw this. We all saw it. Yeah, I saw I'm this. Not gonna, and Thibodeau Jay, did you see this? Maybe, and it and sounds like Obi. You did see this. I did this. see it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I they're did, chanting for Obi. And Tibbs is like, Burks, you're going in. Even though Burks Why is he getting 11 had minutes zero game? points that? in that game. Not only, zero yeah, not points only in was that he, game. he had nothing going on that game, but this is a, a five-man group that you've never played before. You know, it's one thing to go small, but it's another thing to have Randall as your five. And then you got the, the, the other four guys that he had out there. And, you know, Fournier said it himself. He said, you know, you don't really know what to do when you've never been on the court with these guys. You've got new roles, you know? That you're playing. And this was a, a tight game that you could have won. I mean, personally, I'd rather see Jericho Sims out there or put in Obi. At least they've had time on the court together before I mean, this I, season. I guess I guess the reasoning is going to be not wanting him out there with Randall. And listen, he he doesn't have an outside shot at all. Like No, he does not. You, know, listen, you put I, Burks I, out there. I but think, at that point, I think, the, mean, reasoning, I think the reasoning in the Timberwolves game was that Thibodeau is looking for any anyone to contribute at the end of games because they're not doing anything at the, at the end of these games. And when they went on that streak last season, it was Alec Burks who was coming in at the end of games. And he he is good in the clutch, even if he has zero right. and points. His def- and his defense, I mean, you're going to give him the defensive edge over Obi too, even though Obi's obviously a different, different player. He's got the height. But I mean, Alec Burks is a much better defender. And yes, he can hit a shot. And, you know, you want to base it on all season, but... He was doing nothing that whole game. I, I didn't like the the move. And again, there was no, a lot none of, of time us liked left in that game. So the, the the point I think that you're making is that the blame has got to be evenly distributed amongst the players and the coach. Tibbs got to take the heat. I mean, you got to start looking at the coach, I think. And I'm not, you know, I don't think any of us are saying that he's got to get fired, but he's got to take some accountability. He's got to take some blame and you got to right the ship. Right, but today- and by writing the ship, I don't mean that you're going to go on some crazy winning streak like that last year. You know, it, it's a roller coaster ride this season. You know, we win three games in a row, we lose three games in a row. It's and 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 again, it's to poor quality teams. It'd be one thing if we were losing to good teams, and now we're headed. You know, soon we're going to be going to the West Coast, playing a juggernaut of a schedule. I know we're not allowed Tonight. to criticize Thibodeau, but maybe he's not the coach people think he is right now. I mean, he got Coach of the Year last year, right? But Randall right, well also deserved. was. I think we agree. Yeah, but was it Randall? Was it Tibbs? Was it both of them? Did right. Thibodeau inspire Randall to become the player he was last year? Randall just played <laughs> out of his mind. They were other than that nine game winning streak. They were a five hundred team. That yeah, makes him such an untouchable the, also fucking in the top coach. Three, they were in the top three of pretty much every defensive category. It wasn't just Randall performing so well and them going in that winning streak. They held number one defensive 
statistics throughout the entire season. That okay, but I mean, it's the same. I think we all attributed that to Thibodeau, but but it's still the same thing. One season, it's the same. We're giving Randall the benefit of the doubt because of one fucking right. season, and now we're doing right. the same thing with Thibodeau. These guys yeah, well, are Thibodeau has a track record, though. He's known as a defensive coach. And listen, I get the defense not is not as good this year. No, but you also have to it's look not at good, the fact that, that Peyton and Bullock are gone, and we've got you know two guys in Kemba and Fournier who are not good defensive players in their place. There's there's only so much he could do with them. You could only hide those guys so much, and then you throw in you know the lack of effort from Randall. It's three guys in the starting lineup that are not. You know, that are not good defensively. And, and he's also not consistent with how he treats these players. And when they're not playing well and not putting putting Burks in at the end of the game, rewarding him against the Timberwolves when he did nothing, looking down at Obi and I mean it feels like he's got yeah, it feels like he does not like Obi. Tonight <laughs> he really tonight does. he let them play. The guys that got them back in the of game course. he let them just He had no choice. Well it's not the mean? first time this... he's done this. Right, but how many times have we complained about how come he puts the starters back in? Tonight he didn't. And he's been starting to do that. I don't think he deserves credit for that. He deserves credit for not putting in the starters. Julius was minus 26 in the But when he does do it, you're not going to give him any credit Yeah, because he only does it when the starters are absolutely dreadful. Uh, He can't be a little more consistent than that. No, because it's all or nothing for him. Dude, Julius was a minus 26. Kemba, is Ke- are the Knicks better since Kemba came back? Inserted Kemba into the starting lineup. Are we playing better? I actually think that that's part of why RJ is struggling. It's because Kemba and Randall are out there with the ball most of the time in their hands. And remember when RJ was playing well, he was playing great when the offense was running through him, right? And now with Kemba in there, with Julius, as he always is in there, as he should be, just RJ sort of automatically becomes like, what, third, fourth option? But how much better was he playing when it was just him and Randall? Yeah. It's a fucking struggle, Barry. Struggle's real. And then we had to watch Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. Career high, high, 13 points, four assists. Another career high. Four steals. Talking smack, all excited, enjoying life out of Brooklyn. Queens own. Queens, I thought he was from Brooklyn. Queens via Brooklyn. He was born in Brooklyn. He he, he, uh, lived in Queens. He grew up in Queens. He played Christ the King in Queens. Middle Village. Unbelievable. It's not fun. It's not fun right now, guys. There's nothing enjoyable about this. We had won eight of, I think, eight of 11 in the last podcast. We were thought we were turning it around, and now we've lost three in a row. And we're getting closer and closer to the trade deadline here. We had that great win against Dallas. I don't even remember right? that. And then we went sure. on to beat the Hawks. <laughs> it felt like it was moving in the right direction, but it, it, it it's not, you know? No, it's up and down. It's been up and down all season. We've said it on this show. We, week after week, it's a different mood in this podcast. Mainly for me, I think. But it's different <laughs> every week. You know, th- this was the... I, I tweeted about this the other day, and it happened again tonight. This is the 12th time already this year that they've lost... By more than 10 and it was 15 times all of last year we still have half the season to go so uh, they're just it's not even that they're losing it's that the games aren't close you should try and figure out what the stat is for how many games we've been down by 10 just in a, in the game at all i wanted to actually look that up but then you literally have to go by like the summary like the play-by-play summary for every single game because it does even 20 points i wanted to look at because think about how many times it seems like they've been down by 20 or more this year 
it seems like it's been a lot. But yeah, yeah and, 12, and, and 12 Landy, times I want to I want to give you a little bit of credit here too. And, and again, it's not it's not the the sole reason that yep, they're losing these comes. games, but oh, the fucking you know, free about throws. A, about, oh my god, a few weeks ago, yeah, maybe it was like three here weeks ago. You pointed out how it was real, how their free throw shooting was was really really poor, and it's it's just stayed that way, and and probably has gotten worse. But I mean, I think you were probably one of the first people to point it out. They were, they uh, were now twenty four of thirty three in the game against the Wolves. That's why they lost. They lost by two. They missed nine shots, and tonight they missed twelve. Which towards the end of the game, when they were down by ten, they got it down to ten, and everybody's screaming and everything. It could have been five, which you know would have made a hell of a difference. The, the foul shooting is is bad. Even the people that are supposed to be good are missing them. Right, right. You, you got to lock yourself in the gym. I mean. The- it's gotten to that point. And I don't know how anyone ever thought that Mitchell Robinson had any kind of three-point shot ever. Oh my God, his free throw shooting is atrocious. It is yeah. the, the way the ball comes off of his hand. <laughs> he almost gets, a, he almost like every time he's out there, he almost shoots an air ball because it just barely He was five of 10 tonight. And, you know, we make fun of the way that he, that he, that he runs around and he moves around, but I mean, he, he looks like a basketball player when he puts the ball on the court, you know, and he dribbles the ball. Very, very seldomly does he do it. You know, we saw that one that one game a few times ago, and then you see it sometimes on these videos, and he looks like an athletic guy, and yet he's got no form to that shot. Listen, he's I mean, the last about somebody Nick, who's got to lock themselves in Egypt. And now he's the last Nick I want to criticize. He's playing his ass off. He's, he's playing been playing pretty great, well. But it's like, yeah. but his talk free about guys that got to lock themselves horrible. in the gym. Yeah. He he should stay in the gym and just shoot, you know, 500 free throws to 1,000 free throws a day, you know, do something. Because now he's getting himself to the line a lot more. I don't think, I mean, I don't know what, if that's going to do anything. I just think that all the Knicks are, are fucked up in the head right now, you know. I think that's why, they, I think they're feeling the pressure. And I don't think it's because they need to sit in the gym and shoot free throws. I think they're feeling the pressure. They're going up there. And even guys who are great free throw shooters like Emmanuel Quickly are missing. Yeah. Like I think they're fucking starting to feel the pressure. The trade deadline is coming up. They I think that I honestly like this is one of the reasons I don't I don't know if Thibodeau's doing a great job is that I feel like a lot of players are losing some of their confidence. Like I think Obi's lost his confidence cuz he he yanks these young guys when they don't play well. They he drops Obi like Obi played 40 plus minutes when Randall was out that 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 game yeah, 45 had a career high played. in points and then immediately after that he goes down to nothing and oh like Alec Burks was sitting there consoling him at the end of the bench when when Tibbs didn't put him in and the fans were chanting him and I've seen or heard about Taj consoling him other players consoling him on the bench he's not getting yeah. put in the game I I don't trust that Thibodeau is is helping these guys mentally, especially the young guys. Randall doesn't look like he wants to play, like you said, Barry. Is this not on the coach? That Randall no, doesn't look like he point. wants to even play? I mean, look, I was reluctant to put it on Thibodeau most of the season, but now, I mean, you're getting to the point where, yeah, I mean, simple, simple things. Like even, I mean, even just guys moving without the ball on offense. Everybody's just standing around and looking. And then... Even when, like, Fournier had a great, I think this was last game, Fournier had a great drive where he passed the ball up the baseline to the guy in the corner. He passed it to Julius. Julius passed it to Kemba. Wide open three. But you rarely see the ball movement. Again, it's just ISO after ISO. Sometimes you'll get a pick and roll with Mitch. They don't do it nearly enough. They got it, even simple stuff like that, to open up more things for this offense because they can't get points on the board. What, they have 42 points in the first half? 
You know, the best part of the week so far, Blandy, play the play the Berman Mitchell Robinson thing. Do you have that? Okay. Yes, I do. You guys you guys were in such a big role to kind of not really compete that much today. How disappointing. Berman. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Relax. <laughs> now, I don't know who that chick is giggling that's the woman with the, the mic it's the one it's the one who usually asks the questions yeah, that was a little the first weird few ones. but that 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 clip was a huge hit right on social media after that was after their first loss after they were playing so well right that was against the hornets as the hornets loss and at that time it was funny and you're sort of in mitch's on mitch's side like calm the fuck down berman it's one loss but berman's fucking right they're not competing they're not showing up He's got it. We've got every right to question that. He doesn't need to fucking relax. Relax. Does he need to relax, Barry? Or do the no, players the need to fucking to step up? Yeah. It's funny listening to that now. <laughs> Why should he relax? He saw that they, they didn't compete in that game. And now they haven't been. I mean, these are not. Maybe they're better teams than us. That's very possible. But well, you would think I mean, Charlotte sure as hell level. looked like a better team. Yeah, they the look Knicks. like they are. <laughs> and it wasn't just Miles Bridges. They looked like a much better team than the Knicks. And it's crazy. I mean, you realize, yeah, you play these other teams. It's like, wow, the competition is fierce, even against these sub-500 teams. Well, and look at the, the difference. Look at bad. the difference. They're young teams that actually play their young guys. You know, we've got, we've got, I think we've got our fair share of young guys, but we don't fucking play them. Because we sign and, these and veterans, the and Thibodeau's yeah. going to play Fournier and and Taj, and, <laughs> and the, the fight that you see from these teams is crazy. I mean, the Knicks didn't bring it until the fourth quarter against the Pelicans, but meanwhile, the Pelicans, I had to look up. I was like, "What are, are we playing? Like a, a top five defense team in the NBA here? No, they're they're twenty third defense, and meanwhile, they." You know, they're, they're, they're stuffing the Knicks every single possession. Was, they're crowding the Knicks. They're forcing turnovers. It's the they're same getting thing easy against buckets. The, the Hornets, right? Aren't the Hornets, are, I think the Hornets give up like 115 points a game or something. And the yes. Knicks struggle to score at all against against them the other night. Is that how bad the Knicks offense is that it turns these other teams into like these top defensive teams they look like? The Knicks all sucks. And I know like year after year, Knicks fans start to, as the season goes on, they start to want to play the young guys and they want to play the young guys more. And you got all the people who say like, the Knicks are never going to do that. They're trying to get in the playoffs. They're not going to tank the season with the young guys. But sometimes you have to look towards the future a little bit, I think. I mean, if, if, we, if a few years ago, you, you made a commitment to playing the young guys, by now, they'd be a lot more experienced. We, we'd, we'd know what we have. They'd be better for it. You might have a year of struggle or two years of struggle, but year after year, we just do the same thing where we we play our young players minimally. They don't really get that much better year in and year out. And we go with the vets that we signed or that were on the team and we don't get much better. It's the same thing. It's honestly the same thing year after year. Yeah. I mean, it's somewhat of a mix. I I, I don't want to be too hard on him. I mean, look, quickly is a second year player. And he's getting a lot of minutes, right? He's in the rotation. And, and Tibbs has a small rotation. Grimes is a Grimes rookie. Grimes is getting a lot of minutes. And he's getting a lot of burn, a lot of minutes. Um, you know, Obi, second-year player. Is he down, he's down to 10 minutes, but he's in the rotation. You know, so I, I don't think that's 100% fair. Um, I am really looking forward to getting Derrick Rose back. You know, we knew that we had – we were calling our bench, like the best bench in the league. You know, and obviously Derrick Rose is a big part of that. 
You know who's going to lose time? You know who's going to lose time? Listen, I'm looking forward to when Derrick Rose comes back too. You know who's going to lose time when he comes back? The guys you're fucking talking about. The young guys you're talking about. Yeah, something's going to switch. And then you throw Cam Reddish in there as well. But the thing is, though, as much as I'm looking forward to Derrick Rose coming back, when you start to think about it, the, the, the gut-punching reality check is that, that Rose isn't Kevin Durant, right? Derrick Rose isn't Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's not insert any you know top-tier NBA player here. You're not getting that player back, which you remember, okay, yeah, they need a hell of a lot more than just Derrick Rose. You know, really, it's going to make it, it's going to make that bench better, but it's not going to make your team a whole lot better. It's not and, what you're bringing to them. You're assuming and, and that, that when just he comes you, back, he's he's you know he's got to be the same. It's be the just same the Knicks are in dire straits, and they they definitely need to make a move by the trade deadline. And you just hope that Leon Rose and company know what they're doing, and they're going to bring a guy in here that's going to have team chemistry and above all else add to their win total. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I think that's where it becomes dangerous, Barry. What move are they going to make? Are they just going to be looking to add to their win total and try to sneak into the playoffs or just miss it? And they're going to give up I think young guys you and draft picks that's the to thing. get a little bit better? That's the thing. If you make a trade, you better not miss the playoffs. I, I'm fine with the first round exit. It means that back-to-back years we made the playoffs. It's a step in the dire- right direction. Now, if but it's you a first would, round but you'll exit. Give up, you'd be happy giving up young players for a first round exit? It, if it's like, a let's young say player? Let's say you have to give up Emmanuel quickly. And let's say Obi Toppin, and it gets you a first round egg. It sneaks you into the playoffs for a first round exit. That was fucking worth it. I don't want to give up those two because well, these are I, the players I, you're I'm probably going to fucking give up. You're going to give up well, one of them. That's what we. That's what we got to see. You, <laughs> you know, will. or maybe it's picks. The thing is, though, like, look, I don't want to be a first round exit five years in a row. That's the that's the last thing I want. But if you're going to tell me that two years in a row we make we make the playoffs, that's a step in the right direction. And then you know that's when you want to draw. A free agent after that. But I do think we need to make a move to secure a spot in the playoffs. I don't want to miss the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? (laughs) The only only thing I'd be, the only position I'd be willing to give up some of these young guys for is if we were able to get an actual point guard that is in on the, at the, on the decline of his career. All right. Difference making point guard. Yeah. Like. I think I would make that move for like Jalen Brunson. You're right. a lot of Knicks fans are talking about Murray from the Spurs or crazy talk like Anthony Simons from the Portland Trailblazers. Like they're going to get rid of him when all of a sudden he's breaking through. No, you need somebody that's already kind of established themselves that they're, you know. If you on, trade for anyone but a point guard, you're wasting your fucking time, in my opinion. Yeah. Wasting it. You guys want to hear some voicemails? Voicemails? Listen, and these voicemails, honestly, we'll listen to them, but we don't have any voicemails after the loss here. So I don't know if you're going to get the desperation that we should be getting here, but we will hear well, from I mean, Ralph later. Are they from prior to, just like after the first two losses? Yeah, they're from the first, you'll, you'll hear. Hey guys, uh, it's Adam, the three week uh, no shitter. I just woke up because I'm with that music. Get the back, get the original one back. Uh, I'm not going to be able to concentrate today. <laughs> not good. <laughs> Which one's he talking like, about? The sand You roll one? out of bed. The first I, yeah, thing you I do before folks, you even get one. up out of bed is is throw on into hard Nick's life. I like that. Still wiping the crud out of your eyes. <laughs> Interesting. What's up? It's Dr. Dickey. Look, Craig, I just finished the episode. 
I want to formally apologize about the football talk. Uh, I really, I remember calling you the first time. I really don't remember calling you the second time. I'm not going to lie. I was almost blackout drunk. And that was fucking embarrassing hearing yourself. Apparently, I'm a really sore fucking winner. Uh, don't know why I was so mad. Is he from Georgia? One, so, damn, next time, please don't put that shit on there. You should have just cut out the little bit where I talked about the Knicks podcast music. Other than that, man, I wish I had never called in. Damn. Fuck alcohol, but... More so, fuck Blandy. I heard the fucking sighs every time my name was mentioned. Jesus. Fuck. Damn, kid. I want to know, because he doesn't have an accent, so, like, did What do you have against Georgia? Dr. Dickey? What do you have against him, Blandy? Because you do... against Dr. Dickey. No, come on. You do sigh and roll your eyes every time a voice I don't roll my from. eyes. I think I sighed last time. I definitely did. And in that text you sent me and Barry, you said you don't like him. What did he, what did, <laughs> Barry, what did he say? What did he say, for real? What did he say? That's not what I said. Well, what is, well should I look it up, Barry? What did he say? Uh, Don't, just be honest. Dr. Dickey can take it. You can tell. Oh, Craig. What, are you afraid to say what Blandy said? Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> throw Blandy under the bus. I said I like Dr. Dickey's personality, and I'm pretty sure Blandy was like, he doesn't. I think that basically well, there are three people up. in on that conversation, but, you know. Oh, what did Barry say? I'm, I'm not going to, like, you know. I have nothing but positive, glowing things to say about all of our listeners. That's right. That's correct. I agree, and That Barry. includes Dr. Dickey. All right. We appreciate your... Uh... You guys are afraid of Dr. Dickey. Listen, You're fucking afraid of Dr. In, Dickey. How many people would we have calling in? Like, <laughs> okay. Now it's him and Trey. Play no, the next fucking voice. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't we have, don't we have a, a, a song contribution from Dr. Dickey? Holy shit, that's right. I totally forgot in this fucking disaster... Of a three-game stretch here, Doctor Dicky. Yeah, get my mind off of. Let's off go. Of Doctor Dicky sent in his version of the "It's a Hard Knicks Life" podcast theme song. Jay, why don't you start fucking sighing right now? I don't have. Let me get your sighs in. <laughs> I think the, that this I'm, actually. I told Barry, I, I, I like this more than makes up for him <laughs> rambling that, about the. Barry, did he say that? Did he say that? Or is he kissing yes. ass right No, now. I think he said it was, yeah, no, I think he thought it was, he thought it was yeah, good. Yeah, we were texting about that. I could pull it up. I could find that. Hold on. I <laughs> said it was eh. I said it was okay. I said I like the track behind it. <laughs> I'm sending, <laughs> I'm sending it to you in the chat right now, Blandy. Yes, sir. It's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Welcome to It's a Hard Nick's Life, the show that you can't play around your wife. And don't even get him started on Randall, cause he don't know how to handle the stress of being in the NYC. The lights are too bright at MSG. That's also why Thibodeau can't see that the starting five can't hit an open three. Just have a little patience with Barrett. He's gonna be more Weasley than a ferret. Most folks forget that he's still 21. They expect him to be the next LeBron. Now Leon Rose has risen to oppose all of the damn Knicks' previous woes. He stays making hella savvy moves while James Dolan's just sings the blues. We're out here to start the combo. Why we need an old school Rondo. Playmaking really ain't our strong suit. This feels like a house of ill recruit. But let's not try to focus on the strife because it's already a hard next life. Wow. Yeah, listen. Dr. Dickey just finding, he can only find one thing to rhyme with R.J. Barrett and it was ferret. 
Listen, <laughs> <laughs> some words you just, what are you, what's he going to do? Right. Barrett? Well, you could have, carrot, right? Carrot, carrot would be good. RJ you know? Barrett, you know, dangling, dangling, dangling carrot. that carrot. Yeah. Something. Carrot's probably the only way you could have gone. Like a, like a diamond. Parrot. Like, ain't your fucking yeah, parrot. Yeah. Like a, like a, yeah. A carrot that way, not a, a an oh, orange carrot. Carrot isn't a diamond, like our old sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A fake diamond or a real one? A uh, lab grown. What, lab grown? What were those lab called? What were those things called? Oh, yeah, doesn't lab matter. Grown. Light box. Doesn't matter. Next one, Blake. All right. Hey, fellas. DB, I'm just calling after this big win. Uh, I think the Knicks are looking good. What? Uh, I don't love how everybody says that R.J. Barrett isn't athletic. I think that's just kind of silly. First of all, the windmill dunk, I think, probably. Oh, so he called like, in after, what, the Hawks bit. win? But also, don't forget strength is a part of athleticism and he's really strong. If he becomes that Broadway bully, like I think he can be, I think that's where his future is at. Uh, two observations. I want to see if you guys feel the same way. Uh, I think Kevin Knox has the weirdest looking head in the NBA. <laughs> I think uh, if you could challenge that, I don't think anybody else has a weirder head. That That's uh, a fair style. statement though, DB. Like a yeah. side effect of playing too much Fortnite or something. He's got like a Cro-Magnum man kind of forehead, if you really look at it. And that's just Grimes the beginning of it, too. Yeah. Shorts are too tight. I don't know if anyone has told him, but he would be much more comfortable if his shorts weren't so tight. I don't know if his thighs are really big or something. but Maybe he likes he his ball snug. Let me know what you think. Yeah, it's unfair to call RJ unathletic. But it's totally he, fair. He to, doesn't to look. He doesn't look pretty when he's out there. That's. I mean, think that that's the that's the point. Yeah. Right, look, he's a professional athlete. Obviously, he's athletic. We just say he's, he's he doesn't move fluidly with the ball. No. He's not. You know, he's got his moments though. He does have he's his moments where he gets down there. the lane quickly, but he's also got his moments where it's like he's walking in quick, running in quicksand. He just lumbers down. Yeah, and he's uh, not there was the second th- overall pick of his draft either. And John Morant. <sighs> Oh yeah, uh, another just miss. Yeah. Have you guys not- noticed the thing with Grimes? I never noticed that. The only thing I noticed. No, with him is we used to notice quickly. Short. He's got really like bad skin. Three, three sizes too small. Grimes has a weird. Grimes has a weird style. He's definitely not like one of the cooler players in the NBA, though. You know what I mean? Style. He's like it's fine. I mean, if I if I could imagine I'll like Blandy it. as a basketball player, it would be like Quentin Grimes. Really? Well, yeah. I take that as a compliment. Actually, like just like no frills, just getting it done. That's me doing his job. <laughs> Nothing flashy about just him. Doing what needs to get done. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> totally me to a T. Craig, no. Derek from Scotland here. Don't you fucking dare. I saw the tweets. Maybe some regrets about buying the RJ jersey. Maybe losing faith. Not a chance. Big game coming tonight, I'm sure. All the best, boys. Right, well, at least he doesn't blame you. I blame you, but he doesn't. I don't know that what he doesn't. meant, don't you dare. I, I'm not threatening to do anything. But I am second-guessing the decision. Not that I think... Uh, just that I think that we... Uh, I, I guarantee he's I'm very superstitious, and this is going to be his downfall that I fucking bought this thing. And I'm going to be to blame for this. I say you set it on fire right now. Live. Right now? Yes, right now on the YouTube. Should I take you know, a shit on show. it? What if I take a shit on it? 
Either no. that or rip it like Josh Hart ripped his own jersey tonight. Just rip it in half. We got Ralph right, next. Got one, Is this Ralph? We got one more to go. Here we go. That's right. It's Ralph. Getting ready for the Knicks versus Hawks game. We're in a dog fight. Ruff, ruff. Knicks win. Woo. Three in a row. Yeah. Bye. Knicks versus Hornets. Going to be a tough one. There we go. Go Knicks. Smash the Hornets. Did you see Robinson dribble drive and score? Oh, my God. Well, Knicks lost. Think of how things would have been different. Uh, oh, goodness. What's his name was with us? God, I can't even think of it now. Bridges. Bridges. Another tough one tonight. Knicks versus Timberwolves. Oh. Nick. It's a dog fight. Run, run, run. Well, we lost. <laughs> Craig, relax. Knicks versus Pelicans. Let's go, Nick. Well, we lost again. The only player I can say anything good about is Mitch Robinson. Do you have anything to say, Danny? Uh, no. There you go. Good night. It's sad. Okay. It's really sad. Uh, I think Janie was st- giving us some French there. <laughs> Not of New Orleans. So. I think that's what that was. <sighs> Just to listen to a couple so depressed after these games. They sound sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do sound sad. They do. You know, we're in the middle of a losing streak. You know? Now, does, Nothing to be does she about. sit there and watch those games with him, like yes. beginning to end? I'm going to say yes. I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to say yes. I don't. I can't imagine what that's like to be. I know we. There are some Knicks fans who their girlfriends or wives are Knicks fans, and I don't know what that's like. Tonight was when I was watching the Pel- <laughs> the Pelicans game, and I'm like, like my wife is getting my kids ready for bed so I can watch a game and then do this. And I was honestly feeling guilty, wondering. Should I be doing this with my time? I'm watching this fucking team. And my kids are out there <laughs> getting ready for bed. And I'm not seeing them to watch this bullshit. The nerve of these Knicks players. Weren't you looking at all the fans in that arena who paid good money to watch that garbage? Against the Pelicans. get blown out the yeah. entire game against the Pelicans. And then do this fake comeback shit. I wasn't even excited during that comeback. Were you? I, I didn't even yeah, give I a did. fuck. I didn't care. I was, I was I excited. You were excited. You were hoping that I didn't care if they came back and won. I was one. Look, I, I didn't my, care. my my emotions were definitely tempered, but I mean, I was you know looking back and forth at the score and how much time there was and saying, okay, eleven points, three and a half, four minutes. But you were like on the edge of your seat, doable, like, but no, all right, good. Me no, either. no, I wasn't no. like that. But I not thought, with any of those know, three pointers. They made it interesting. Not with the steals. Yeah, no. uh, they always make it a little. Interesting. It was just disappointing, you know, because again, they they played with so much fire and energy, but it's like, come on, where where is that? This was a game you needed to win because you have such a tough schedule coming, and you didn't seize it. I, we were all looking like a little too late. Like Blandy said, we were looking at we were five hundred. And you were looking up at these games, like these next four to six games. You're like, wow, maybe this is where we make our little run here. We get a few games over 500. Here we fucking are again. Two games yeah, under. You're all excited. You get the black and orange court. You got the, the city edition jerseys. It's like, let's go. Let's get this win. And wah, wah, wah. That. That. Exactly. Shitting on the court. Literally shitting 
on that beautiful court. Oh, they were literally they. Lit- I see. I, I saw that. Julius Randall diarying on that court the entire oh, game many ooh. times. Yep, that's slippery. The guy had to go out there with his little broom slash mop thing. That's right. Y'all hear that music? Do you hear that music? I don't hear any music right now. <laughs> well, it's that time. It's time for Blanderson Hooper and the news segment. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, do you think you're deserving of another shot at this? Are you going to try and why not? do a little something this week? Is the bitterness has the bitterness left you? I think I think so. Okay. I mean, listen, I've I've got a lot to live up to. I don't I don't know if I can. Maybe I've just lost it. Maybe I lost it like like Randall lost it. You know, maybe. Last year, my ads were the equivalent of Randall's season, and and this year, I'm just you know, I just don't have it. It's possible, you know. Last year was the outlier. It's, who knows? Well, Barry, if it, if it sucks, we'll we'll boo the shit out of Blandy here. All right. Oh, there you go. Hit that sexy music, Blandy. <laughs> this is new and sexy I'll... music, by the way, because we're being right, sued yeah. over the old sexy music. So hit it, Blandy. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I'm going to throw in a little something uh, new along with the new music, Craig, because I think it just, I think it's appropriate. I think, I think it works. I wanted to let the beat kick in a little bit. You You should save that, Blandy. For when, the end? Yeah, the middle or the end. Get into it first. Blandy, just like, take your shirt off. I just want to let the the beat take over, get used to this new music, because, you know, I'm only really just hearing it now. I like it, though. This is supposed. This is dirty, dirty music. This is like I, dirty I like porn the music bass. here. All right, Barry and I. My my um, dick is like poke. Can I say that? Is like poking <laughs> up. Like it thinks that there's like. <laughs> You're like oh, who's there? I'm about to go down. Just that music. Oh no! Did I did I leave you porn up on my computer from earlier? <laughs> right. It's like uh, it's like Playboy after dark music. Yeah, it's like, from oh, the is 1990s. it that time right now? Nope. Time for crumb cake. So let's talk about this uh, Clarkson Avenue crumb. The crumb cake of the month is the Happy New Year crumb cake. Now you've only got about 11 days left to get in on this fine ass piece of cake. If you go to the website and you check out what this crumb cake looks like, you will be drooling seconds these crumbs man i hope those pants of yours are not tight because if they are they will there'll be no room is that directed at quentin grimes there'll be no room at all they will just be getting tighter and tighter because all it will take is one look at this crumb cake and everyone will know know. it'll just be i mean Forget about half staff. You will be flying that flag. All Craig, the way as up. Clyde would say, this is like vintage Blandy. Oh. This thing is topped with a lemon cream cheese filling. It's white. It's gooey. It's sticky. And once you taste it, you're not gonna want anything. Okay. Else. It's getting, listen, Blaney, that was excellent. It got a little, yeah. I was like, 
Uh, it's getting a little too disgusting for me, Barry. You know? <laughs> There's something well, about the, the, where you went tonight. Listen, I that get I was picturing away. things I should not be picturing. All I right. get carried away. You know why? I feel dis food and sex. Those are my two passions. Good for you. There you go. Oh, so you actually do have sex with the crumb cakes? I knew it. I knew it. From holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you get for 3, 6, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com and use promo code HARDNEXLIFE for 23% off your order. All right, so let's, um, let's start Where's off Where's your background? With... Oh, that's right. Whoops. Get that going. I totally forgot, especially for the... For the YouTube people. Can't look I at gotta, you seriously without the news background. I got to get that up there. Now, Hold if you, on, if you all go time. watch the YouTube show, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, well, you'll just never oh, know. There we go. There we go. Um, so let's start off with the Nets. Why not? Talk yeah. about Kyrie. I know you love talking about the Nets. What shitty soundbite is Blandy going to pick tonight? So, um, you know, Kevin Durant has gone down with uh, a sprained MCL and could be out some quite some time. So, of course, you know, Kyrie was going to get bombarded with the vaccination questions no matter what anyway. And now with Durant going down for a relatively long period of time, it has just uh, increased the number of questions. Um, so I wanted to play this. He actually talked – it was after the Cavs game the other day, which, by the way, in the Cavs game, I guess he, he got into a – an altercation with a fan where he said something about how I brought you guys a motherfucking championship and you still treat me like shit, which I think today he was fined $25,000 for by the NBA. But let me play this for you. It's it's about a minute. The, the actual answer is much longer, but I cut I cut a lot of it out. So. Huh. I'm curious if you may not even be thinking this way, but if either of these events, either Kevin's injury or the whatever, however many months it was, mm -hmm. where you were away, either of these things combined to impact your thinking at all on whether you're getting vaccinated or is that a whole separate issue? Like so, so again, he gave like a big long answer, but I, I took this cause he just sounds like an incredible douchebag at one particular point. And I just thought uh, you'd want to hear that, Craig. Over there, and these things have nothing to do with it. Um, but what's going on with me is I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time. That's it. Nothing's guaranteed in this, in this world right now. So, People are getting sick left and right. And uh, for me, I, I'm just trying to be uh, just a person uh, that's just being a beacon of, of hope and, and light and, and just kind of shed as much as I can on the situation without um, talking myself into more BS and, and what's going on in this political world that we're in right now. And I just don't want to bring science into this. And, he and it, just, it always gets wrapped it. up and I'm, I'm asking, yeah. I'm asked questions all the time about what's my status and i'm like man if you were in my position it would be easy for someone to say well why don't you just get vaccinated but you're not and that's just the reality of it and i made my decision already and i'm standing on it so he, he wants to be a beacon of hope bring light to the situation <sighs> did not he need also to, you know, doesn't want to bring science into it cool so Look, it, it's his prerogative what he wants to do what he doesn't want to do but that i mean it sounded like a bunch of bullshit leading up yeah. to that he's, he's, Kyrie. He's, a bad, Kyrie. he's a bad teammate he's a bad how could anybody on that team be okay with that how well, look, you got to respect somebody's it's not a law that you, it's not mandated no, that he has but to not do when it. you're screwing over the team they're a team how many how many shots do they get at something like this how many well he doesn't want well, he doesn't want to get the vaccine for for 
health reasons or whatever. It's not worth it to him. And and maybe he hopes that, you know, that things will change. He's a bad I mean, it's, teammate, a, it's a long enough season. They may change mid-season. They may change the ruling. And may, Listen, you can disagree. Play. We can all disagree with him. But if it, if he feels like it's not good for his health, to him, a few wins or a championship aren't as important as his life. I don't see how you can call him a bad te- He just has a I different he's a viewpoint. Yeah. He doesn't, th- he does, he's not going to make a decision on his life. Right, he's going to gonna be end a better up costing teammate. them the championship, don't you well, think? Well, to, to, to everyone, winning a championship isn't everything. Right. But to him, there's more important things than winning a championship. Well, I'm, but I'm saying, though, sure. to the people on that team, though, I mean, think about it. That's okay, why they're but, there. I, yeah, but I think even. Are you, I, are you standing up for Kyrie Irving? No, I, I just I, I I understand the mindset. I I think there are more important things in life than winning a championship. Well, of course there are. There definitely okay. are. But well, so I don't so think, I don't understand the argument then. I think he's a bad teammate though. Because you want him right. to put a few wins in a championship over his own own health. You know that he's full of shit. This is a guy Maybe. who thinks the earth is flat. Bland, like, Blandy's I mean, probably on. saying like a lot of teammates look at their. A lot of guys look at their teammates as brothers and they would take a bullet for them. You know, they, they live and die with them, this and that. And he won't he won't take a needle. I think is what Blandy's saying. Other guys would take a bullet for somebody. Flat. Come on, we're not this is not a guy making a well informed decision. Anyway, let's talk about injuries. So Miles Turner is gonna miss the at least the next two weeks with an injured foot, injured left foot, which obviously puts a real damper on um whether or not anybody's gonna be willing to trade for him. Uh do you so think you a couple that? weeks is going to affect people teams tra- training for him? I think so. I don't think so. Don't, Someone will trade for him. Oh, I'm sure somebody probably I don't will, think they're going to get but, less for it. Uh, Bulls announced today that Lonzo Ball is having arthroscopic surgery on his left knee, and he's expected to miss six to eight weeks. Uh, Paul George has been out since December 22nd with a torn ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow, and he was supposed to be coming back soon. The Clippers are... are Going to keep him out a few more weeks just to see if it gets uh, any better. And they're so the Knicks' that. next opponent on Sunday afternoon. Um, speaking of trades and like Miles Turner, The Athletic is reporting that Ben Simmons says that if he does not get traded, that he will sit out the entire season. But Daryl Morey just came out today and said that a trade at this point is less than likely. Yeah, I mean, the Pistons, I heard recently, offered a decent package for him, including Jeremy Grant and a first-round pick. Was that yeah, confirmed? I don't Sadiq know if that was Bay real, but, but if it was real and they did turn that down, like what are they going to take? Yeah, <laughs> they they want they want a lot for him. I guess it just wasn't going to get Jeremy Grant and Sadiq Bay and the pick weren't going to get an NBA an NBA player might have finally met his, his match. You know, do they want the Russell team. Westbrook or it's going to destroy that team? Oh, they don't want fucking Russell Westbrook. What? No way. Why would anybody want him now? The La- I mean, the Lakers don't want him. <laughs> That's no sure. fucking way. You have to, um, you, Russell Westbrook. You have to. The Lakers have to include picks to get rid of him. A couple other things. Uh, we talked last week about Bull Bull failing his uh, trade, his physical, and his trade to the to Pistons. So that was rescinded. He got traded again, though, uh, to the Celtics. There was a three-team deal between the Spurs and the Celtics and the Nuggets, and Bull Bull was one of the people to to go in that deal. There are rumors that Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner recently married in secret. Uh, whether or not that's true, that rumor is out there floating around that they got married in secret, that they don't want anybody to know that eventually they're going to have a really big wedding for a uh, family. Uh, a woman by the name of Louisa, I'm sorry, Lucia Harris, who is the only woman to ever be drafted by an NBA team, 
uh, recently died at the age of 66. She was drafted by the New Orleans Jazz in the seventh round in 1977. Uh, she is she scored the first women's basketball points in American, I mean, in Olympic history. Uh, and she was drafted. She didn't end up playing though or trying out because she was pregnant at the time that they that they drafted her. And then last thing, there was an NBA player. Uh, you shut the hell up. What's your problem, Craig? <laughs> I can't. While I'm reading the news, Craig is 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 <laughs> making fun of me in the chat, which is just this is rude. Barry and I are having a conversation here in the chat. <laughs> it's just it's rude. It's, it's rude. Should we read it? It's just rude. You're rude. I'm giving you the news. <laughs> it's not my fault that it's not exciting. I wrote, wow. This I'm not is, even going to read is, the last thing. Then. I wrote, Forget wow, this you. is boring, right? And Barry wrote, last week too. And I was like, right. how long does it need Again, to be? I'm done. Barry thinks we need to interject more, which maybe we do. Just need to yeah, get. I just need to comment on this. No, I like the, the, the basketball. The way it, there you go. Basketball's bounced. It's over. Done. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't pull Come a Ben Simmons and walk fine. out on this. No. Come on. Fine. I'll cut it down. No one will know. I, I mean, guess. I'm gonna leave this whole thing in, but it's fine. <laughs> Everyone who's listening, no, it was way longer and ever, more boring than how you're hearing it now. If you don't want to discuss the first woman ever to be, or the only woman ever to be drafted in the NBA, because you have a, you know, is you, that what you were saying? I wasn't even paying attention because we were, you have we're a problem trying. with women. I mean, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Thank Basketball's you, bounced, we're, we're, we're done. They bounced. Okay. There you go. Second week in a row, I missed the bounce. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, I heard it this time. All yeah. right, guys, that's gonna do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at hardnextlifebarry. Barry. Anderson, it's really Dorkin. all about how you bounce back from adversity. That's what it is. Fuck Yeah, and you can follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us at five one six. 33 mesh one <laughs> remember to leave us some five star ratings and positive reviews wherever you listen to the show subscribe to the youtube channel so you can see blandy yawning right now it's the very end they're not watching now they're done they they left yeah Probably. they they left about two minutes into your fucking news segment all right Oof. i had good stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> did you spend like four minutes on Kyrie? It's a huge story. And then you defended him. So don't talk to me about it. We, we spent hey, four uh, minutes on it because you, you defended him. You know what could have been in the news? Although I know Blanderson would say, well, that's a Nick's topic. It shouldn't be in the news. But, you know, there is a Nick that is like in the uh, all-star running right now. And his name is Derek Rose. Where is he? In the, in he the, always in is. The, he's, where is I think he? he's around top ten. In, in wow. Bartenders, somewhere right around there. Blandy. You know, for guards. I was supposed to have in the news a player who's not going to play in the All-Star game because he's injured and who knows when he's coming back. He He's high up in the voting. That makes sense? I don't know. Just something that some a fan, of, a, a little something that some listeners might give a shit about right. versus he everything that you were talking could about. Could get voted into a game that he has no chance of playing in. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it. All right, Blandy, you want to give us the upcoming schedule? Or are you done? Um, loss, <laughs> loss, 
Loss. Ouch. Loss. Ouch. How's that? Is that oh, good? yeah. Wow. You know we're going to have a shitty fucking yeah. Sunday afternoon. I mean, look, next we, week we got we got the Clippers on Sunday. Then we're at Cleveland on Monday, at Miami on Wednesday, and at Milwaukee on Friday. So did I say loss, 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 loss? I did, right? Yeah, imagine a world where the Cleveland Cavaliers are a much better team than us. And right. that's the we're fucking here. world we we're living in. We don't need to imagine right it. It's here. No, it's fucking here, guys. This is it's where here. we are. When we play in Cleveland next week and you're thinking, oh, easy win? Nah. No. We're probably going to get fucking blown out. That's this probably the only to. game that we have a chance of winning, I would think. I think and they are like 27 chance. and 19, Cleveland. Yeah. Which we would so, kill for right now. The other three, there's no way we're winning those three. No. Oh. It's not happening. Come on. All right, guys. Until next time. It's going to continue to be a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.